Carroll bringing it forward. Thompson's making the run. Carroll hangs on to it though. Still Davy Carroll. Could go all the way here. Oh, what a goal! Hello, I'm Phil Catchpole and welcome to this week's episode of Ringing the Blues, the podcast dedicated to the mighty Wickham Wanderers. On this week's show, we have all the action and reaction from the Chairboys game against Doncaster Rovers. We hear from Gaz and Adebayoak and Fenwa. Plus, there is FA Cup first round draw chat with our author in residence, JF Cumming. But first, let's get the full League One results and a little Spanish lesson from Uri in Mexico City. ringing the blues from Mexico City. My name is Uri, and here are the results for League One. AFC Wimbledon 2, Sheffield Wednesday 2, Bolton Wanderers 0, Wigan Athletic 4, Cambridge United 2, Ipswich Town 2, Cheltenham Town 1, Accrington Stanley 0, Doncaster Rovers nil, Wickham Wanderers two, Fleetwood Town three, Crew Alexandra nil, Gillingham one, Sunderland two, Lincoln City two, Charlton Athletic one, Oxford United one, Plymouth Argyle three, Rotherham United four, Portsmouth one, Shrewsbury Town one, MK Dons nil. So, that's four wins in a row for the chair boys. And we are on top of the league, well, just two goals away. Two goals of difference away from the leader. So, and Cherboy Spanish, you know, Akinfenwa scored his first league goal of the season this Saturday. And he's aged 39. Go, beast, go. 39 in Spanish. 30, 30, 9, 9. 39, 39. So, Cherboy Spanish, age is just a number. Age, edad, number, número. So, age is just a number. La edad es solo un número. Until next week, I'm back to England with my amigo Phil Catchpole. Adios. The first leg of a Yorkshire doubleheader for the Chairboys was a trip to the Keepmoat Stadium to take on Doncaster Rovers. Here's what happened. This team is a strong team, Doncaster Rovers, and this stadium's a nice stadium. They've got a great pitch. They try to play some good stuff, and some of the names on their T-shirt are definitely uh, worthy of, of the top end of the league. So. Anyone drops their standards and, uh, and I've got a great squad to choose from, so it's not a threat, it's just I've got players looking at me thinking what does it take for me to get a game and at the moment everyone's performing so I wanna, I've asked for that, I've asked for everyone to keep performing uh, and I really think we can achieve this year. So yeah, we're up here today for the points, you know, we're, we're going we're gonna to go out them as always. But just one, one, uh, one change to the team sheet which is uh, it's quite a big one probably is Sam Volks isn't here because uh, 
Him and his wife Maddie gave uh, gave birth to uh, a beautiful daughter Heidi yesterday, and uh, and obviously, as much as he wanted to, I think even Voxy had to stay with her. Uh, I think his wife had to stay in overnight, which uh, which means you know we're, we're going to have to go with other options up front. But um, he'll be back very soon, and uh, some things are bigger than football. For like I always say that, and that's definitely one of them. But um, hopefully, we can get the points without him and. Uh, and go on to Tuesday in a, in a great position. But like I said, this won't be easy today. This is going to be a tough, uh, a tough proposition, Doncaster away. It always is, but looking forward. Travelled well. Uh, and apart from Volksy, everyone else is fit. And he comes now towards the back post. Stewart gets up and scores! Great start for Wickham Wanderers. Anthony Stewart headed in from Joe Jacobson's corner. Who else? Early goal for the Chairboys. Wickham Wanderers 1-0 up here at the keep mode. What a start. Clearing. Left foot across to the back post, looking for Akinfenwa, gets up and scores! Adebayo Akinfenwa, 39 years old, on the last dance this season, has doubled Wickham's advantage here. It's Doncaster Rovers nil, Wickham Wanderers 2. Gareth, uh, another 2-0 win, a clean sheet, and that young Adebayo Akinfema looks all right, doesn't he? Yeah, he's not a bad player, is he? You know, we might have to uh, think about extending his contract, but uh, no, I mean, complete performance for, for me. Um, a game very similar to last week, you know, we started out the traps like you wouldn't believe, the system would play sometimes, and um, and what we saw um, in the week, uh, analysis-wise, you know, Josh Hart, again, doing a cracking job on, on how we could break this team down. Um, we, we saw some weaknesses and, and we exploited them, but at a risk of, of leaving ourselves open a little bit. But once we get ahead, you know, we saw the game out fantastically well. Um, you know, a change of formation midway into the second half was always the plan. When, when Bale comes off, we, we change formation um, to soak up pressure and soak up possession. Um, so the possession stats will be in Don, Doncaster's favour. That doesn't worry me one, one slight bit um, because I think shots on target was restricted maybe to one chance, I think they crossed by first half, but um, one real chance that David Stockdale had to, you know, everything else was sort of a, a P-roller into him, it was, there was no threat we didn't feel um, for big periods of that second half, and we always felt like we had the ability to break and score another one, um, almost did, but um, it's going to be about picking the boys up now and, uh, and getting those legs ready for Tuesday, because we've got a big trip to Rotherham, um, and I, I want to make sure that we are very competitive in that game. Four wins on the bounce now and you're staying up here for a few days and the squad must be buzzing with the recent form and to spend some time together. Yeah, Rob Keurig has uh, been very generous and, and the Keurig family um, allowing us to stay up and prepare right for these games and it's the right thing to do, you know, we, uh, we want to be a, a, a championship standard club um, and if we can manage to get that on the pitch as well, I mean, it's, it's amazing, you know, to have the backers like that. It's some of the things we've never been able to do before, as well as bring the players in that I brought in, you know, Sully Kai Kai, Jack Grimmer, Anis Mamete, Sam Volks didn't even get on the pitch today. Um, but all four of those, and, and Adam Prisbeck, I want to leave him out, all four of those will be right behind the boys. They'll be so pleased. I know what it's like as a player, you know, if you don't contribute, you feel like you haven't took part. They take part, they, they're in there. Um, I thought the subs made a, a difference when we needed some energy and they're all going to be, be needed in, in these coming weeks. So um, I've, I've got a real good group, you know, and I keep saying it. I'm so proud, you know, that there's emotion on that touchline going through me that you wouldn't believe sometimes with some of the closing down that David Wheeler, Jonah Beater, people like that in the second half to, to keep this ball away, keep it at the other end of the pitch. 
just um, just awesome to see. And the fans as well, you know, they turned up in, in good numbers today and got right behind us, kept cheering, kept singing throughout. Um, I asked for four wins after MK Dons. I looked at the fixtures and thought we potentially could win all four of these. Um, and even the eternal optimist here was uh, was would have taken nine or ten points, but the boys have delivered. I can't thank them enough, and they deserve all the plaudits they get. You alluded to the extra resource you've got now with the Cougs after that season in the Championship. How's the transition been from being Gareth Ainsworth with, with nothing at his disposal to now having a bit of a target on your back with Wickham being fancied and, and having to manage a big squad and players and keeping everybody happy? How's that transition been? Uh, as long as you keep hold of your values that you had when you had nothing, I think. Um, and that's an obvious thing, and it sounds like a, a Hollywood film quote, but if you can keep your values when you had nothing, I think that's really important, and we have. We really have done, and, and I have, and I always will. I mean, you know, it's, it's tough, tough where I grew up, and, and, and to have this now, I'm very grateful, and, uh, and we'll never take it for granted. I think that's the thing, not, not that you expect it, that it's, it's a bonus, uh, and if we can keep thinking like that, and the boys can keep having this attitude of, our, our base is hard work, our base values is humility. Um, we're in a good place and, uh, and I want the fans to be proud of their club because we're keeping hold of these values because we were all together when we had nothing. Now we have things, Rob and Pete are super, super people getting behind us and, uh, and hopefully we can, uh, we can pay back their faith as much as anyone else is by uh, achieving this year. From Hollywood quotes to the New York Stadium on Tuesday, I mean, that's set up to be an absolute cracker. Rotherham came down from the championship as well, and that's going to be a real ding dong match, isn't it? Yeah, it's always a, it's always a, a ding dong match, as you say, Phil, at, at Rotherham. You know, back in the days when Steve Evans was manager there, you know, we had some cracking games. I remember a 3 2 when we were bottom of the league once, you know, so it's. Um, it's always a tough place to go, believe me, but last year I thought we, we performed really well when we went there in the Championship. Got a lot of respect for Rotherham, a very similar um, you know, club to, to Doncaster, you know, where they've been sort of yo-yoing between the Championship in recent years. And, uh, and again, they're showing the qualities in League One, so um, I haven't even had a chance to look at the results this, uh, this day, but somebody's just told me they, they, they beat Portsmouth 4-1, so again, that's no mean feat, and we'll have to be on our toes on Tuesday night to get anything out of that game. Um, Volksy will be back, which is good. He might need to be after Bale plays an hour on a Saturday, but um, I'm sure Bale's appetite is wet for more goals as well. Um, listen, got a fantastic squad. I'm really, really proud of what we've achieved so far this season and so far since I took over, never mind now. Um, this club's in so much a better place than it ever was. Um, and you got to thank the players and the staff who work here and, and the people who are back this place. And finally, the fans, they've been here from day one and they'll be here for long after I've gone, but um, it's their club and I want them to be proud. Bayo, I interviewed you at this ground the week before the pandemic. Yeah. A lot in the world has changed since then, but you in your office doing the business, <laughs> business as usual, nothing changes for you, does it? Yeah, nah. Um, I mean, I was, I was very mindful that I wanted to continue the momentum that we've got here and established here. And um, that was a Volksy out here, Volksy and, and a little Heidi that came into the world and that. Um, so we had to go and do family business. And I said, listen, I weren't planning to play for an hour. I said 20 minutes, but look, we know he had to jam with his family. But listen, it was the most important thing was to continue this momentum. And that's what we've done. I thought it was efficient. Um, look, we blew him away in the first 20, 25 minutes. Um, and then it was an efficient performance other than that. And now we go on to Another, another mammoth game on Tuesday. But Gaffer, to be fair, Gaffer said, look, this is the most important, get this out of the way, and then we prepare for Tuesday. So, and that's what we did. 
Let's talk about the goal. That was some cross as well from, from Gareth McCleary. Striker's dream? Yeah, man. Listen, G-Max, that guy. I swear down. Um, and then to be fair, um, Jace did one, I think, five minutes before and I, I tried to be a young before and come near post. I don't know what I was thinking. And he, he stood it up and that. Um, but yeah, listen, we've got that. Um, and folks, he would say the same. You know, we've got players that just on the ball, they're, they're something else. And that's what we've added uh, with Hawks, G-Max, Jace, Jordan, uh, flipping Brandon. Sorry, I said flipping. I apologise. Uh, but yeah, and that's what it was. So listen, G Mac knows what I think about him, um, and I keep saying that. I do wish that we we kind of connected about three years ago, and when I could move a little bit more. Um, but yeah, listen, it, it was him, and you know I had to do what I've been doing my whole life, sort of thing, and just getting on the back post, and it was nice to see it going. Final season, the last dance. Does that mean you're savouring every minute that bit more? Oh yeah, it, you have to. Um, and listen, we we spoke like we said a, a year ago or longer than that, like just before the pandemic. And you see how the world can change very quickly. So look, man, I'm 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 hurting now. When I mean I'm hurting, I'm hurting. But at the same time, I'm taking all in because come the end of the season, fingers crossed I won't be hurting like this no more, sort of thing. So listen, I'll take you all in. You know, the, the togetherness with the boys, that's what I love. Um, you don't know, know me and how I put that on such a high pedestal. Um, and listen, folks, you give me a message beforehand. Like, listen, go out there, big man, and do what you've done. And that's the, what we've got here. And as soon as I come to my phone, he had messaged me, and I said, yeah, man, that, that was for you and Heidi out here, you know what I'm saying? So listen, it's a beautiful thing, and I'll save her all in. Um, and trust me, I'm going to sleep tonight. So, folks, as a baby and Bayo delivers. Yeah, man, this is what we do out here. I see what you did there. It's a double entendre, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> For them ones out there, but yeah, no, it's a beautiful thing. It's time to rest up and we go again Tuesday. And 39 years old, of all the squads you've been in, yeah. this squad here, is it the most special change room you've ever been in? Since I've been here, like, you know what I'm saying? I've been in the game 22 years now, and I think the last six years, the squads, of course, it always evolves and it changes. But what hasn't changed is togetherness. Um, and I think it's rare. I, I, I keep saying it's rare. I think this game is a selfish game in the sense of football because you've got to take care of you and yours. But when you can get a squad of boys and management that kind of put the bigger picture first, listen, for me, that's a powerful thing. And that's what's stayed the same. You know, players come and go, but that togetherness has stayed the same. Um, so. Yeah, man, it, it is. It is. It's just a beautiful six years, and if we can finish how I want us to finish, <laughs> we're into the story that would be. Well, congrats on the goal, and hopefully more to come. Thank you, my brother. Blessings. Another defeat for Doncaster meant they remain rooted to the bottom of the table. The Donny fans weren't so impressed after the game. Hits the opposition view. Tony Styles. Do our players actually train to give a dangerous free kick away in the first minute of each half? As usual, more shots, more possession, but less goals. Wickham had their shots in the first and last 20 minutes and might as well have gone for a tea break whilst we farted about in between. Shaggy. If your defence is considerably weaker than your attack, you inevitably concede goals and lose games. It happens. 
And apart from any super optimists, I'm quite sure the majority of our fans know this. Chris Black, come back. Our defence has been terrible for far too long. How many clean sheets have we kept over the past year? Different players, different managers, same result. We seem psychologically unable to keep a clean sheet. It's inevitable that the opposition score and we then spend the rest of the game failing to score, usually against 10 men behind the ball. Sally Honch. I'm trying my best to remain positive. Wickham came down from the championship and I didn't think we would get any points today. But it's the performance that's worrying. Something's got to change. Individually, we have a good team. But we can't score and we can't defend. Dicko's won. I thought we played well today, but... Bostock is no good, Vilker isn't strong enough, Anson has lost the plot, and Dudu was poor. Wickham created nothing other than the two headers, which were defended woefully. Glostered. We didn't lose to a better footballing team today. We were outmuscled and lost to a team that were cute in their time-wasting tactics and bullying of the opposition. Afro goal machine. A ref with a spine and some rub of the green, and we'd have won that. Wickham are... Bessie Red. The worst mix in football is a team that plays dire footy, that's Wickham, and a team of officials without the bollocks to stop them cheating. Since 1969, Today, we were beaten by a team who play as such and have a proven system that gets results. We, on the other hand, just looked pathetic at the back and toothless in front of goal. Pliskin. We are hopeless. Can't do the basics in defence and have no clue how to make anything happen in attack. Yes, we played some nice triangles in the second half. <laughs> Once Wickham had decided that they'd already won the game and let us have the ball, knowing that we'd do now with it. And so it proved. Billy Stubbs's tears. We were totally and comprehensively mastered today. Apart from that surge by Haula uh, with the shot that hit the woodwork, we never seriously looked capable of stepping up once they had scored their two men-against-boys goals. So then, the magic of the FA Cup. Andy Rammel in the snow, the Paul Hayes volley at White Hart Lane, or Roy Sando heading Wickham into the semi-final. We've all got our favourite FA Cup moments. Well, for one Wickham fan, each FA Cup round is like Christmas. On the line now is long-time Chairboys fan and author, James Cumming. James, how are you, mate? I'm good, Phil. Thank you very much. Yeah, you good? I'm very good indeed. I can imagine now you are at peak excitement. FA Cup first round draw. I mean, it doesn't get much better than this for you, does it? No, I've whipped myself into a frenzy for about the last 
day since, since I actually realised that the draw was today. So, yeah, no, very excited. <laughs> How did you cope last year? Because obviously with Wickham's sort of lofty status in the Championship, they didn't have the minor the minor rounds of one and two to, to, to take part in. Did you miss that? It, it was a bit bizarre, wasn't it? I think I did get up on Twitter and things saying, I oh, you know, obviously Wickham are in the third round. Secretly, I, I was gutted we weren't in the first round. <laughs> I, I, I love it. So I was really disappointed when you saw like all the like there were some like really small teams doing really well, and you thought, ah. Oh. So there's a lot of um, visibility to the FA Cup the early rounds. So I hated it, but Wickham weren't in it. Although you know it's nice consolation, but we were flying high, flying high, but in a higher league. Although I must say, as far as I'm concerned, we're the highest ranked team in the tournament at the moment because we finished highest last year out of everyone. So we are the we are the giants, which is slightly. Slightly disturbing because you know I like to be the like some, like some giant killings, but actually don't want to be the giant. But we are the biggest team in the tournament. That's I think that's undoubted. Well, that is a really good point because normally you know, in even with you know joint top, if I think the EFL um, or the football league paper called it joint top, I think don't know, but you know we're only behind Plymouth on goal difference with a game in hand. So technically, points per game joint, um, would joint be top. above that's hundred percent joint top. So yeah, we are incredibly highly ranked in this competition. Um, down the years, I think we've had a trip to Solihull and uh, uh, recently and things like that. But they've been a bit uninspiring these draws, haven't they? Sort of teams in the football league that we've been to before and stuff. What would you? What were your hopes for for this draw? And I must give the context here. We're both watching this draw at the same time. I'm in the studio. You're up at home up in Scotland, and we're watching the draw. Uh, it's going to be taking place probably in about half an hour now. I've rung you at the start of the programme, not realising they're going to talk to like the, the, the kit man at Maidenhead for 20 minutes before they make the draw. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm not going to be too romantic about it. I want, I want the worst, I want the lowest ranked teams in the tournament. So I just looked, what was it? Level eight teams. So Wickham, when I started watching Wickham, we'd have been level six. So sort of Vismian League, then conference. Yeah, so we'd have been level six, so level eight team. So that's Marine, Mask, Point of Fact Collier. We'll play them because they'll be tired if they've been down the mines all morning. And Sudbury, <laughs> I, think, I think there's only four. I think there's four. And then quite a few level seven teams. But they're the ones. And I did look at when the fixtures are, and I would be adamant that I would want Mask or Gateshead because my daughter's got a swim meet down in Middlesbrough the weekend before the FA Cup. So if it was the week before, 100%, I've got to be in Middlesbrough on the Sunday. So that would have been really, really convenient. But as it is, yeah, any of them, any of them four teams. I also, I was also having a look to see, right, where is Slough? Where's Marlow? Where's Aylesbury? And the overall, the old rivals. See, Slough got knocked out in the second qualifying round. Marlow in the third, Aylesbury in the third, and Yeovil are there. So Yeovil are there. So I don't, I don't want to play Yeovil. Right, I'm, I'm looking at the TV screen and they're talking to Alan Devonshire from Maidenhead United. So we've got a bit of time yeah. here. So let's historically, that'd be a local one, wouldn't it? That, that'd be a great one, definitely. Absolutely. Um, let's talk a bit about your love for the FA Cup then. Um, you know, we, we must mention, just in case there, there is a, a Wickham fan alive that doesn't know you wrote a book about Wickham's FA Cup run and your travels around the world. Uh, you wrote a book about the amazing run to the semi final, but in that, you spoke about your love for Wickham Wanderers and the FA Cup in particular. What was so special about the FA Cup and Back then, for you, it was about getting to the third round, wasn't it? Yeah, I guess. I guess sort of anyone of sort of my age, we grew up as a, as a non-league team. I mean, so there's, there's now a whole generation, two generations, maybe three, who don't know anything but the football league, which is brilliant. But it, you know, so they'll have to just you know, yawn and just 
humour me for a minute. I'm going to bang on about like, the olden days, as it were. But when we, when I was growing up, the FA Cup was the biggest. It was by far the biggest thing. I mean, the FA Cup was a was probably a bigger deal all round then. On FA Cup final day, you had TV literally from you know early in the morning all day. Was and that was in a world when we only had like three three channels, three or four channels. So the FA Cup was a, was a bigger deal. But to the non-league teams, just to get all the way. So Wickham, I remember seeing Wickham in the in like the first qualifying round. I've seen us lose in the first qualifying round. I made it even worse. We lost to Aylesbury. So it was a local derby and we got beat 2-0 away in the first, you know, so, so that's like four four rounds before, you know, you have to get, we just have to get through sometimes four rounds just to get to the first round. And that, that was, I remember waking up on like fourth qualifying day. That was, that was always a big one. We thought that's like the next step was now, now it would be to get to the third round so we could play you know, the big boys to us now will be that, you know, that's how far we've come, isn't it? The big boys now, you're disappointed if you don't get Spurs or Arsenal, Man City, Man United, Liverpool. Whereas before it was, I remember, you know, I was dying of excitement when we got like Colchester, who we beat. You should probably mention that one. That was a good one. You're, you're right. The FA Cup is a really good yardstick, isn't it? For Wickham Wanderers in particular, because, you know, I'm, I'm roughly the same age as you. And I remember the qualifying rounds and, and sometimes not making it to the first round proper, which was the height of disappointment. But last season, like I mentioned earlier on, straight in at the third round. I mean, yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. if someone had told you that back in the, the 80s, would you have laughed at them? Yeah, and I think, I mean, again, last, yeah, last year was weird anyway with whole COVID and everything. everything was just different in the world, but it, it, and and seeing us, you know, beat Oxford. I'm going to get mentioned that as well. Seeing us hammer Oxford at Wembley, and then going up, it was almost like it was unhappening. It was just surreal. And then getting into the getting into the championship, and it was one of those moments where it really hit home when the, the FA Cup draw for the first round came out, and we're not in it. It was just it was amazing. You think, yeah, we've. You know, it, we used to it used to be the be all and end all to get to the first round, and we're not even in in it because we you know we're coming in you know at the late stage with the, with the big boys. So it was yeah, it's incredible. It, it is it's a, it's a great yardstick of where we can come. And uh, you know, you know, you say it almost tongue in cheek. We're the biggest team in it. We, we you, legitimately we're, we're we're pretty much top of the league. We, we were the highest ranked team last year. Okay, there's a couple of small five teams or Wigan. Portsmouth have probably won it in the last 10, 15 years, which you know they might put in a claim. But we've um, it, it's we we are one of those big teams in there. People, most clubs in there will be looking for. Oh, great if we get Wickham, Wickham away, that'd be a good one. Everyone loves Wickham away. I think it was going to be a T-shirt at one point. Enjoy Wickham away. Enjoy Wickham away. Well, exactly. um, I've asked you the teams that you'd love to get. I mean, I've I've had a look through the list and the the, the fixture that I thought I kind of dread, sort of Tranmere away. Someone like that—that that would just—that would just sort of fill me with dread, I think, because just because of we've done it recently and uh, and and the league games as well. So that—that's the thing to me. I, I'd love to go to a ground I've not been to before. What about you? Well, what's the ones to avoid? Yeah, I, I guess you don't want to don't want to be playing anyone in our league. Preferably, preferably, I don't want to be playing a league club because just you know, it's not so not so interesting. Another one that I wouldn't mind, just again from a blast from the past, would be Altrincham. See, Altrincham are in there. And, I mean, it's a northern one, but that that would be cool. Just from for me, that's that was the that was the defining point when we beat Altrincham away in the FA Trophy. That was that was the starting point of Wickham going on to a different level. That was like the the start of the golden age with Martin O'Neill, the first golden age, which I never thought we'd see too, because I think we're in one now. But that, that, I think that that was really the starting point. That was the FA Trophy semi final, and they were a really good team. Didn't expect to win. Then we we got you know we won. 
got to the final, won it, and then just we just went to a different level after that. So I don't know. That'd be a oh, tough yeah. game as well. That'd be a real misty eyed one, wouldn't it? Like you say, it was a yeah. dawning of an era, wasn't it? You could say that yeah. was where it all kind of started, really, wasn't it? That that run it, to it, the football yeah. league. Was was for me definitely. I, I think there was like pre pre that game and after. Oh, I can see the velvet the velvet oh, bag. The velvet bag. Is it just me that longs for the days of the death stare of Graham Kelly, sort of petrified on live television, <laughs> staring sort of a thousand yeah. yards into the distance? Yeah, we should bring him back. I think so. Here we go. What what number are we? Uh, we are forty eight. I think. Should know this, really, shouldn't we? For this, oh, Bradford City. I mean, this is great radio for people who've already will probably be watching this as well and having to listen back to it on Monday. <laughs> but uh, forgive us, indulge us. I may edit this out. You never know; it may stay. Bradford Exeter. Well, there you go. Yeah, this could be very long. It could be very short. Forty-two. <laughs> Who's that? Sunderland. No, no, oh, no, no, God, no. no. This is. No, I don't no. want this. I don't want to have to go up those stairs again. Twenty-five. Oh, we've missed that. That's good. Mansfield. Good. That's good. Oh, this good. is this is going well so far. Yeah. <laughs> what do we want? Home or away? Well, it depends, depends where it is. I mean, if it's a long, long way away, then I'll be absolutely uh, gutted about that. <laughs> it's a late night for me. Uh, right, 43, that's close. Oh, that would have been good. FA, FA Trophy semi-final, going yeah. to Green Lane, that yeah, would have been a nice memory. We can have that in round two. He said if we, if we get the colliery team, then maybe we should field a team from Urkel just to sort of level yeah. the playing field a bit. Yeah, at least send the boys to do a shift in the morning. <laughs> get them down the factory. Yeah, I've got some Urkel that needs recovering. Maybe they can come and do that first yeah. and then play right, the that's game. That's Yeovil. Yeovil was safe from Yeovil. That's oh, good. that's good. Dover or Yates. I've never even heard of that place, Yates. Yeah, no idea what that is. Scunthorpe. Oh, no. No, that would be miserable. Banbury. Yeah. This will be good because you can get the train yeah. from Wickham directly to yeah. Banbury. This would be great. I'm a sorry, Barrow. We didn't want to go there. 21, here's that. Hartley Pool. Oh no, not away. Oh, that'd be awful. I hate the seagulls there at the end, they attack us in the press box. Oh, well, you oh, no. Oh. oh, no. Oh, come on. Oh. We're always saying, saying Glamatai, Glamatai for Hartlepool, obviously, but <laughs> our record is, on the streets of Hartlepool. Our record there is pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, I think we won the last time. Last time I went there, it coincided with Ian Baker's stag do, as far as I remember. And I, do I, remember there was, I do remember glancing across the away end and seeing a man dressed as an ostrich, which I presume was Ian. It was Ian, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, maybe um, maybe you can you can have a stag do after you've got married as well. So he's still married, so technically you can yeah. you can have a reprise of that. Phoenix from the Flames. Yeah, yeah. My only memory That's of Hartlepool is um, is after the game, all the fans obviously leave, and then the seagulls descend on the on the terraces and all the seats to eat all the chip wrappers and stuff. All oh, right, and well, we're still we're still there, sort of doing stuff, and it is quite dangerous. So uh, yeah, so I'm not looking forward to that. And it's a fairly oh, long journey, so... That is rubbish. Here's another one I see just coming up on the bottom now. Bowers and Pitsy. I don't know, no idea what that was. I think the only thing I can remember about Pitsy is thinking that in that TV show, people just don't enough, do nothing. I think that's where MC Grinder moved when he got kicked out of Brentford, out of his yeah. flat. Is that Dane Pitsy. Bowers and Pitsy as well? Is he involved? Well, it could be. And it was like two teams, which is cheap. Are you wasting my time? I'm not wasting your time. 
There we are. Well, whatever happened to Dane Powers? Well, James, it's been a pleasure to watch the FA Cup first round draw with a man who holds sure. his competition very close to his heart. And uh, yeah, Hartley pulled away. Well, it's close to Scotland, so are you going to make it? No, I, I, the problem. The problem is I've got to go. I've got to go to a swim meet that weekend. So, although very excited about all of this, I'm just going to miss it anyway. Ah, <laughs> oh, oh, there was a flaw in this interview, wasn't yeah, there? Yeah, um, was, well, but... We should touch on the book again because your book was uh, as rabid as you were for the FA Cup and your desire to see Wickham progress into the third round and beyond. Uh, the whole point of the book was that you missed it because you decided to go yeah. travelling around the world, which uh, tallies beautifully with a, a tale of travel and also uh, Wickham's march to the FA Cup semi-final. So perhaps there's going to be a reprise one of these seasons. Perhaps it could be a book about taking your kids to swim meets and Wickham marching to Wembley and in missing, FA Cup glory. Yeah, Wickham winning the FA Cup and I missed it because I was timekeeping at some... Godforsaken swimming pool is about a thousand degrees. About to pass out, and we can win. Yeah. Well, I'd read it. So uh, get 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 back on the computer, mate, and, and bash out another yeah. book for us. Uh, Hopefully, we'll, we'll we can reconvene for round two, um, where there'll be well, slightly this, less. This balls sounds in, like in radio gold. So I can only imagine this is going to happen. We're going to have to do this every single round because it's what the people are going to want, isn't it? I mean, I'm an, I'm anticipating a call from Talksport this week to say yeah. that this is a great format. Um, let's do this live. <laughs> <laughs> well, James, uh, have a great time uh, taking your daughters to swim meets, etc., and uh, and following the blues from afar. And uh, yes, I'll mask you just before we leave. Mask United or Gateshead will play all trim. Oh, I see. I want that's because that's because I would have been happy with either of those. I hope they're happy together anyway. Right, that's your lot for this week. Many thanks to Gaz, Bayo, and James. We'll be back soon. Come on, you blues. <laughs>